Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. My name is Spencer. I am your host for today and all just all of the days. I am recording this on October 11th. It is 7.05 a.m. I'm in my work office and my back hurts. For the last three weeks, my lower back has been killing me and it's just getting worse and I'm getting really worried and I probably should go to the chiropractor or the doctor and I should probably just be on bed rest. You know, that's I think just forever, just forever bed rest. Oh, it's it's tough. Uh, but when I keep on moving, that sort of helps. And I, right now I'm sitting and that's not probably very good. So let's just get through this so I can stand up again. Uh, the first word in this episode is ensenia. E-N. Now, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, we had uh, we had enclosure. Yep. Okay, so ensenia. E-N-C-A-E-N-I-A. This is a noun often capitalized from 1691. An annual university ceremony, as at Oxford, of commemoration with recital of poems and essays and conferring of degrees. So it sounds like a very a fancy event. You probably got to dress up. They're not going to let you wear stuff like this uh, at this uh, insignia. Um, so poems and essays are recited. How lovely. How lovely for everybody. And then they give out the degrees. So is this their graduation ceremony? Uh, the word insignia is a Latin word, and it means dedication festival. That's that's all one thing, dedication festival. From the Greek enkynia, which is from en plus kainos, which means new. So um, when you're dedicating a thing, it's a new thing, a new ship, a new store, a new toothbrush. You got to dedicate it. Um, and then there's more of the word recent. So yeah, recent, that's that's kind of like new. And senior, of course, I have never heard of this before. I don't I don't uh, go to university. Didn't I mean I went technically to a university, but it was a, an American university, so we didn't have insignia. No Oxford for me. Uh, okay, what will be the sound effect? Let's just come up with something off the top of my head. Whoop! I don't know, very similar to probably other ones that I've done, but whatever. Next is encage. Encage. This is a transitive verb from 1592, and the synonym is the number one definition for the word cage. So can, why am I getting all this extra sound on this cable? Um, if you're caging a thing up, uh, putting it, putting it in a cage... Putting an animal in a cage, putting a human into a cage, anything into a cage, you're encaging it. Cage it up. Cage it. Uh, I hope I am never encaged. I guess that would be the intransitive. To become encaged? To become to become put in a cage? Whoop! In camp is next. This is a verb from 1563, starting with intransitive, which is to set up or occupy a camp, any sort of camp. You gotta put up your tents. You, you gotta set up the, uh, the the fire. You gotta cook your food. You're gonna make your s'mores. Um, maybe you got a cooler. Just just set it down. That's all you gotta do with the cooler. You just set it down. 
and you have you're encamped. The tent is really the big thing. Putting the poles, they can be so complicated, but unless you know what you're doing, maybe you got to dig a ditch around the tent so the water, if it rains, the water's going to hit the uh, the ditch and not go into the tent. So many things to do to encamp. Transitive is to place or establish in a camp. So the intransitive is to set up or occupy a camp, and the transitive is to place or establish in a camp. What's the diff? What? What? I don't know. Whoop. Encampment. Noun from 1598. Number 1A. The place where a group is encamped. And the group might be a body of troops. They definitely got to they gotta set up their camp and then they're living in an encampment. They probably stay there for a while, those troops. That's what I would think. 1B. The individuals that make up an encampment are also the encampment. The people, the troops, the animals. I don't know who's making up this encampment, but they are the encampment. Number two, the act of encamping. Uh, so that would be setting up the, the camp. Um, also, the state of being encamped. Encamped. Sounds so strange now. Encampment. I don't know. I've only done a little a little camping in my day. Not too much. I've encamped a couple, a couple of times. More, more than a couple. Definitely more than a couple. Whoop. Encapsulate. Now, yes, this is encapsulate because it is a verb from 1872, starting with transitive. One, to enclose in or as if in a capsule. A capsule. As in a pilot encapsulated in the cockpit. In the cockpit, you know, I'm thinking of a uh, like a jet, one of those uh, army military jets. They they've got the thing like that. What the like what they got in Top Gun? They got the glass thing over them. They lo- almost literally looks like they're in a capsule. Um, you know, and then also just any anything like that. You're closed into a thing. You are encapsulated. You know, my my office door is closed over there. Uh, so I guess I would be encapsulated in my office. But it's not a capsule, or as I like to say, capsule. Number two for encapsulate, the synonyms are epitomize and summarize. Epitomize, summarize, as in encapsulate an era in an aphorism. Um, and so you are you're summarizing the era era in an aphorism. Oh, what do we I got to remind myself about aphorism. Um is this like some sort of verbal phrase, a uh, a pithy observation that contains a general truth such as if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh and so, yeah, it's just uh also the grass is always greener on the other side. That would be an aphorism, I guess. So we are summarizing, we are encapsulating um, a thought, a feeling, a something, a time period in a certain aphorism. Here's intransitive, which is to become encapsulated. Help! Help, I've been encapsulated. Get me out of my capsule. Uh, I'm hilarious. Encapsulation is a noun. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, it's all about just the capsule. Put in into a capsule is in, in encapsulated. 
encapsul encapsulate. Next word, whoop, encapsulated. This is an adjective from 1894. Uh, number one, surrounded by a gelatinous or membranous envelope, as in encapsulated water bacteria. So I guess the bacteria, it's water bacteria, and it's encapsulated because it's surrounded by stuff, gelatinous stuff, membranous stuff. I guess maybe the water could potentially be considered uh, the stuff that they are enveloped by, uh, encapsulated. Uh, pilot in the cockpit is encapsulated. Number two, the synonym is condensed. Condensed. Uh, squished down, encapsulated. There's no example for this one. Condensed down into a little thing. A condensed milk? Uh, would that be encapsulated milk? Probably not. Uh, and what else is condensed? Uh, well, there's concentrate, fruit, concentrated fruit, but that might be different. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're just in a thing and you're just squished in there, you're encapsulated. Ooh. Next is encapsule. Yeah, there's no there's no late at the end. There's no ed at the end. It's just encapsule. Uh, this is a transitive verb from 1877, and the synonym is encapsulate. So this one is 1877. Encapsulate is 1872. This encapsule uh, in, in word came a few years later, but it's really just the same thing. It just means the same thing. Uh, the act of encapsulating into a thing, into a summary. In case is next. Now, I would think this, would, this is similar to encapsulate, to in case. You're putting a thing inside of another thing. That's all it is. Transitive verb from 1633 much older, to enclose in or as if in a case. What if, what if, what's a case and a capsule? Can you only be called encapsulated if you're in something that resembles a capsule? And can you only be called encased if you're in something that resembles a case? You, you could be anything, anything that goes inside of a thing. Look, I got, I got a banana and I have a cup, a cup. And so the banana is now encapsulated or encased in the cup. But it, the thing is, it's not because it's not surrounded on all sides. I think you think you got to be surrounded on all sides to be encased and encapsulated. All the sides. That's my opinion. Encasement. Noun from 1741. The act or process of encasing. Also, the state of being encased. Also, again, the synonyms case and covering. So this is a noun. Um, I'm in an encasement. I have been encased. I, I, have, I have encasement right now when I'm inside a briefcase. I can't fit into a briefcase. That would have to be a very, very large briefcase, maybe a suitcase. Right now, I mean, in general, I'm not very flexible, and I'm especially not flexible right now given my lower back situation. Uh, and so I can't, I don't think I can fit into anything except maybe a coffin. Let's, I, 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 that would be fine with that. I think I could be a vampire. Whoop. Next is in cash. Transitive verb from 1861. This is British and the synonym is cash. 
So it's a verb. We're doing the act of cashing. Now, what is this? Are you you're cashing out? Is that what it is? We're um, we're done. We're we're done with our meal. Thank you very much. Let's cash out. We are in cashing. Is that is that it? Or um, or are we getting cash for something? What what is this act of cash? Uh, bull is an adjective, also chiefly British, and encashment is a noun, also chiefly British. What is this? I gotta look this up. This cash verb. I mean, cash out is the main one that I can think of. Uh, cash verb. What What do you have to say? To pay or obtain cash for? Cash a check. Cash a check. Yeah, that's the other one. In cash. So is that what they say? I have to encash my check. Um, hmm. I don't know. Okay. You silly Brits. <laughs> you silly Brits. I love you. Next is encaustic. E-N-C-A-U-S-T-I-C. Encaustic. Noun from 1601. Ooh, we got a long definition. A paint made from pigment mixed with melted beeswax and resin and after application fixed by heat. Also, the method involving the use of encaustic or a work produced by this method. So the physical stuff uh, made with beeswax and resin, it's like a paint. That is the encaustic. Uh, so you put it on a thing, you put it on a thing, and then you put heat on the thing, and then it, it adheres, the encaustic is, is adhering to whatever thing you're putting it on. Sticks the glue. And so then the act of using this encaustic is encaustic. And then the work, the product, the art that you make is also encaustic. Uh, this is from, let's see. Oh, okay. From the Greek encaustikos, which is from enkain, which means to burn in. To burn in. And that makes sense because encaustic, uh, it, it, you use the heat to stick it to the thing that you're doing. Um, and that is from N plus kain, which means to burn, to burn. And uh, yeah, kos, uh, what, is the, what is the thing? Uh, well, I think I told the story that I had my nose cauterized when I was a little kid. I don't remember which side it was on, but I was getting a lot of bloody noses. And so they cauterized the inside of my nose, just a little spot. And uh, so I think those are coming probably from a similar etymology, caustic, cauterized, uh, because it's all about heat and burning. Um, so, encaustic is an adjective, and maybe I should find uh, an example of this and put it on the social media so you can see what something made with encaustic is, a piece of art that is called encaustic. Let's see what it looks like. What is it? I don't know. I don't know anything about this piece of art style painting thing. Beeswax and resin. So, it's probably like a thick, waxy substance is what I would think. Next is the suffix ence, E-N-C-E. I wonder if this is related to my name, Spencer. That's four of my seven letters are this, but then there's an R at the end. But, but I don't know. Let's find out. Let's see if it's related to dispensing. Ooh. Noun, noun suffix. Number one, action or process. And the example is emergence. 
emergence, action or process. So there's an emergence of a thing. There's a thing coming out of its shell, out of the ground. Um, and uh, that, so that is an action or a process. Also, instance of an action or process. And the, the example is reference. Reference. So an instance of a thing, the, 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 just a, a moment, a moment in time of the action or process is a reference. Number two, quality or state. The example is despondence. Uh, and so if you are in a state of, if you are despondent, you would be in a quality or state of despondence. So you put the ENCE at the end of a thing. Now, dispense. What would that be? How would we, how would we use that in this, in one of these definitions? Um, if you are, this now see, I don't know, does it fit any of these? An action or, yeah, action or process. I guess that would be it. You are dispensing but what's the shorter part of that emergent emergence despondent despondence dis dispense dispent i don't know i don't know if there is a shorter version maybe it's not i don't know but it is an action dispensing information that's what i'm doing to you i'm doing that right to you okay the is there any interesting etymology for this one no, 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 no. Next is enceinte. This is a French word. It is spelled E-N-C-E-I-N-T-E. -E -E. Now, if I were to read it as Spanish, it would be enciente. But it's not Spanish. It's French. Enceinte. This is the first form, adjective, from 1602, and the synonym is the number four definition for the word pregnant. And why? Why is it pregnant? Well, let's read the etymology. Um, it is perhaps from the vulgar Latin. Uh, let's skip that. Uh, okay. The Latin enciant, or sorry, incient, or inciens, which means being with young. Modified from the Greek enkios, which means pregnant which is N plus kain, which means to be pregnant. And then there's more at the word syme, C-Y-M-E, syme, whatever, however that's pronounced. So that's what it is. Uh, went from Greek to Latin to French, and it just means pregnant. So uh, this would be the adge adjective. So we're describing something as pregnant. Um, uh, I just watched uh, 101 Dalmatians. I don't think I've mentioned that in my movie list yet. And uh, the, the dog was pregnant and had 15 babies. Not 101, like I thought that it would be because I didn't remember it from when I was a kid. She only had 15. But then all the other ones, you, fight, you learn about them later. Uh, okay. Enceinte is pregnant. When do we use this? I've never heard any Americans use this. The second form of enceinte is a noun from circa 1708. It's about 100 years after the, the adjective. This is a line of fortification enclosing a castle or town, also the area so enclosed. So, uh, so yeah, you got, you got a castle. Maybe there's like a, an inner square area 
where people are uh, i'm thinking of um game of thrones at the beginning the uh the starks they're like doing doing their practicing their bow and arrow practicing or you know that's just where the people hang out that's where the people hang out and so they are enclosed by walls all around and so i guess the the walls around would be the enceinte potentially the fortification and then also the uh the area in the middle would also be the enceinte um, because because well i don't know if there's more specific etymology we'll get to that but it's like it's like the castle or the town is pregnant with the area that they are protecting it's a it's a metaphorical pregnant uh okay but we do actually have some actual etymology for this one. Uh, it is uh, from Old French. It is an Old French word, enceinte, which means enclosing wall. From encendre, which means to surround. From the Latin, encingere, which is from in plus singere, which means to gird. G-I-R-D, to gird. And there's more of the word cincture. So it didn't say anything about pregnant or the previous etymology, but you can see, you can tell that they're still related. It's all about uh, something enclosing and surrounding and protecting another thing. It makes sense. It makes sense. Next is the prefix ensafel or ensafalo, which is spelled E-N-C-E-P-H-A-L. This is, like I said, a prefix, and it means brain. Brain. As in, a couple examples, encephalitis, or what is this word? It's going to be in the next episode. Encephalomyocarditis. Encephalomyocarditis. Both of those are relating to the brain, and we're going to learn a lot more about this because we have more encephalo words. Here we go. Um, is there specific etymology yeah the of course there is of course there is with a word like this with a word like this of course there is some more etymology for us to talk about um it is from the greek enkephalos enkephalos which is from n plus kephali which means head and there's more at the word cephalic which we read you know a couple of years ago probably and that was also probably related to the head and all that. So, so, encephal, encephalo, you see that prefix, you know that it has something to do with the brain and the head, more, more specifically the brain. And I think my brain is broken. I think that it's not broken. I think it just, in certain ways, just doesn't work as well as a lot of other people, uh, which is fine. We're all different. We're all unique. And that's perfect and great. Um, but my memory is so bad so bad there could maybe maybe there's damage in there i don't know i've never had an mri of the brain let's do that let's do that i don't want to pay for it though next is encephalitis noun from 1843 inflammation of the brain not what you want why does this happen well if you smack your head on a thing uh, then you might get some encephalitis. You might have some inflammation of the brain. Um, but I would assume that there's other things. 
uh, we should probably put a link in the show notes for encephalitis because um, maybe there's other things like maybe if you got a, a, a an infection, a bacterial viral infection, something like that, it gets into the blood, it gets into the brain, that could inflame the brain. The brain is inflamed. So I got the encephalitis. It's not a good thing. Let's not make light of that. Encephalitic is an adjective. Encephalitogenic. Encephalitogenic. That's how you say that word. Encephalitogenic. 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 Genic. Encephalitogenic. Adjective from 1923. Tending to cause encephalitis. As in N encephalitogenic virus um it tends to cause encephalitis okay so there we go we we learned that a virus can cause encephalitis it can cause inflammation of the brain which ones which viruses i have no idea i don't know my viruses um okay encephalitogen encephalitogen that is a noun so I guess a virus could be called an encephalitogen. Next is encephalogram. I think you probably see where this is going, considering some previous words we've had in the E's that end in gram and then graph. Encephalogram, noun from 1928. An x-ray picture of the brain made by encephalography. So let's talk about that. Now, we're not going to actually talk about encephalography. That's going to be in the next episode. But we do have our very last word, encephalograph. E-N-C-E-P-H-A-L-O-G-R-A-P-H. Encephalograph. So the encephalogram is the x-ray picture. Encephalograph is a noun from 1928, same year. Number one. The synonym is encephalogram, same thing. And number two, the synonym is electroencephalograph. Oh, so we talked about this before. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's let's just take a quick. I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing. Electro. It, what, did, was there a definition? Did we did we actually talk about this? Here, we're getting close. We're getting close. Uh, electroencephalogram. Yeah, here we go. So the gram and electroencephalogram is the tracing of brain waves made by an electroencephalograph. And then electroencephalograph is an apparatus for detecting and recording brain waves. So that's the difference. You put the electro at the beginning and you're using electricity to see the electricity in the brain, basically, because that's all it is. It's electricity and all that stuff and so you so the the encephalograph could either be the the picture made by the waves the the the, the brain waves or the x-ray picture of just the brain itself could you got it you got to know your context and then of course we'll learn a bit more about this in the next episode the first uh, the first few words are uh, still brain related Oh, I can't wait. I love the brain. What's going on in the brain? What's going on in my brain? What's going on right now is that I have to pick a word of the episode. Today we had Encenia, Encage, Encamp, Encampment, Encapsulate, Encapsulated, 
encapsule, encase, encasement, encash, encaustic, ence, enceinte, enceinte, encephal, encephalitis, encephalitis, encephalitogenic, encephalitogenic, encephalogram, and encephalograph. Well, to be honest, uh, there wasn't particularly any of these words that really jumped out at me, um, just in terms of like what they mean. So, I mean, I think the encephalogram, encephalograph, I think those are interesting. But just because it's a fun word to say, let's pick encephalitogenic. It just sounds very rhythmic and, and, and musical. So I want to sing it. I want to sing it. Encephalitogenic. Encephalitogenic, 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 encephalitogenic. That's it. That's it for that part. Let's talk about a movie that I watched. Now, this movie, I did not remember uh, watching this movie, so I looked it up, and then I realized this was a movie that I came home from work or something late, and Sharon had started it, and I think I missed maybe the first... Um, a, th a third, a quarter third, so maybe I technically can't count that I've watched it, but I watched enough of it uh, that I got the picture. Uh, maybe I should just not mention this, but whatever. It's called The Hidden. Uh, it's from 1987. It's got Kyle MacLachlan in it, and I watched a good chunk of it, and I think I got I got the gist. And it's, it seems like a pretty, pretty fun movie. Um, it's about... Um, maybe that would be a giveaway. I don't know. Maybe I don't want to say that. But um, let's see. What is what is IMDb has? It's got a seven rating on IMDb, so that's actually not too bad. It's a uh, it's a horror sci-fi thriller, and the people are hidden. And it's got Kyle, who's um, special agent Dale Cooper in Twin Peaks and other things. So you know you can't go wrong with that. And he's a he's an FBI agent, and ooh, there's some there's some sneaky stuff going on. Okay. This is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening and watching. YouTube is where you can get the video if you want to watch me see what shirts I got today. See what see what shirts I'm wearing. Yeah, I have to I have to lean lean back so you can see more of my shirt. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.